ADHD Rewired, episode number 48. This is the show designed to help those of us who have really good intentions and a slightly wandering attention. My name is Eric Tivers. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, coach, and consultant. We know that starting can be the hardest part. So let's get started. But first, let me tell you about this. I just want to quickly thank Audible for continuing to support this podcast, and you can help out by going to audibletrial.com slash ADHD Rewired for your free audiobook download. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of ADHD Rewired. Right now, it is 12.45 p.m. on January 22nd, 2015, and I'm 15 seconds into uh, just hitting record, and as of right now, I don't know if what you're about to hear is just going to be a short introduction to the interview that I have scheduled tomorrow, or if this will actually end up being a solo episode. I have a couple notes in front of me because I have some things that I want to share with you, and so this may turn out to be a shorter solo episode. I promise you there won't be another 120-minute, I don't remember how long last week's episode was. It was uh, a, a most unusual episode. It was one of my longer episodes. No, it was the longest episode ever in the history of ADHD Rewired. But what I want to tell you is, you know, last week, if you heard the episode, I uh, I was really actually anxious and sort of nervous about uh, releasing that episode. I was feeling very vulnerable about it. I uh, It was an episode that I recorded in my car. I was very tired. I was very overwhelmed. Um, I, as, as for those that listened, you know, I was not I felt like I was not managing my ADHD well. Um, I was just, I was doing way too much and I was running on empty. And so, I mean, that was the reason I did a podcast from my car. Um, but what really touched me was I don't think I've ever received more uh, emails, comments on Facebook, uh, supportive tweets um, about that episode than I have for any other episode possibly combined. And it was just, it was so just amazing to me because I was, I was feeling very vulnerable and very insecure about releasing it. You know, I'm, I'm very open and, and uh, I guess part of why I feel so, the ability to be so open is because I feel like most of the time I'm really on top of my game and I was sharing with everyone in the moment of me not being on top of my game. I felt very, um, I, I, I was struggling a lot last week. Um, I bit off way more than I can chew. And what I actually want to share with you today is some of the lessons that I actually learned from last week, because, you know, you know that I believe very, very strongly in this idea of failing forward. So what I did last week, uh, and even some of the stuff leading up to last week, didn't work in some regards for me. So sure, some of the outcomes that I was looking for, sure, it worked because I that I filled up the coaching group. I'm thrilled about that. Um, but what it took me to do that, I'm not so thrilled about that. I uh, I burnt myself out. Um, I was running on empty for too long. I pushed myself in a way that's not healthy. It it's not even it's not sustainable. And what one of the things that I know and I've talked about in the past on the show is. I need to have, and we need to have 
uh, sustainable strategies because we know that one of the things with ADHD is that we can be so inconsistent with our behaviors. And when we push ourselves too hard, that is one of the best ways to be inconsistent because we drain our, our executive functioning kind of resource pool. And so that we have nothing left. So I just want to thank everyone who reached out to me. I think one of the, um, I was going to read some of the uh, comments and, and emails that I read, but I'm actually having computer problems right now. And so instead of kind of getting stuck on that and trying to focus that, I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to share with you what I can recall. And I did write some notes by hand. So I think the, uh, the, the comment that I got, and I'm trying to remember who it was from, um, but I can't. So, that was that really I, I viewed as the most amazing compliment to me was that someone said that they were starting to wonder if I really had ADHD, and to me that was a, that was a huge compliment because you know that that really was a sign that I'm I'm really doing well and that feels great. Um, but you know, I think the last time that I recorded an episode that I shared that I was really struggling, I think was. Back, like maybe somewhere between episode 11, 12, or 13. I think the episode was uh, something like stuck in a rut or getting out of a rut or something like that. So this is episode 48. I haven't missed a week and I'm just, I just feel so awesome about that. I mean, I, it's, I'm pushing myself and, and there was certainly a point last week where I was like, really, does it really matter if I skip a week or if I don't get one on time? And you know what? It was, it's something that's really important to me. I want to really demonstrate that we can achieve, uh, these big goals, you know, and so we have to be realistic with ourselves. We have to reassess constantly and ask ourselves, how is this working for us? So, what I want to talk to you about is how do we get ourselves back on track? Because right now, as I'm recording this episode, I feel that I am in the direction of getting back on track. I'm not 100% there, though. Um, I really pushed myself too hard last week, and I'm still uh, pushing myself to get back to where I did. So I'm going to give you, it looks like, four steps, four things to think about for how to get yourself back on track. The first one is, and it kind of has to do with mindfulness. And there's been a lot of, of talk and questions about what is mindfulness. Um, so mindfulness in a, a nutshell is paying attention in a particular way on purpose to the present moment without judgment and with curiosity. And so one way I, I think about mindfulness when I'm doing things is trying to shift ourselves from the judgmental why, which is the, oh, why am I doing that? Or why did I do that? Or why can't I do that? To the curious why. And that's the, why am I doing that? Why is this hard? Why am I struggling with that? So it, it shifts that that tone, that emotional um, uh, piece that we're communicating about the why. So it's really looking at the why. So, but when we're looking at this non-judgmental uh, position in the moment, so we really want to be thinking about, okay, what am I feeling now? What's going on? What are the thoughts that are in my head right now? What am I feeling right now? Not in the past, not in the future, but truly right now, being a, a truly present observer. And you know, a lot of people with ADHD, I think, have the the notion that, oh, we can't have anything to do with meditation because we can't pay attention. Well, 
part of ADHD is that we're paying attention to everything, which then makes it hard to focus on. So one easy way to kind of pay attention is to our, to the present moment in a particular way is to choose a specific sensation to pay attention to. So that could be paying attention to the sensation of your breath going in and out of your mouth. Notice how the air feels going in and out. Maybe breathe in through your nose. And you pay attention to the temperature, the how it smells, the any other sensation. I mean, in, in all seriousness, does do you feel your nose hair moving? Do that without judgment. And breathe out. Notice where does your your the air fill your lungs? Are you lifting your belly? Where does it feel on the chair? So acknowledge where you're at non-judgmentally and be okay with that. Then the next step to getting back on track is trying to find the lessons. What are the lessons learned? If we took a step back, if we took a leap back, if we fell into a hole, what are the lessons learned that we can really gain from this that can help us move forward in a stronger position, in a, in a more wise position that can allow us to leverage our struggles and turn them into um, opportunities for growth? One of the the things that well, so there was a couple of lessons that I'm um I think still kind of learning from this this experience of my last launch and especially of of this last week. So I'm a b- big believer in the value of self imposed deadlines. I think they're great. I think they help us push ourselves because de- you know our goals without deadlines are just dreams. I think it's really important to put deadlines and have deadlines for ourselves that we really try to adhere to but not at any cost. And that's something that I didn't really, uh, I didn't pivot. I wasn't flexible enough in my, in the last launching of my coaching group. So I really planned out my, my launch sequence. Uh, and I, I mean, it's, it was sort of impressive. I think looking at it, but you know what? I, when I was getting right up to that point, I really needed another week. And I was thinking about this and what's the worst thing that would have happened. if I said, you know what? Here's the week that I wanted to launch, but I'm going to move it back a week because I was looking for evidence of, well, have, have I ever done that before? And what are, what were the consequences? And when I say consequences, the pros and cons, what happened that was positive? What happened that was negative? And my, the first time I, I announced and launched my coaching group, the whole launch sequence was of a series of pushing it back and it worked out fine. So one of my lessons for for this is one i have an amazing community i feel so grateful i'm so fortunate that you guys understand this stuff and and you know i want to be a a good example of how we can push ourselves but i also know i want you to know that i'm that i want to be relatable and i want to i want to know because i know that i can be authentic with you I don't know why I felt this need to push myself so hard where the Sunday before my launch, I came in at, at 2 a.m. or 11 a.m. to my office and worked until 2 a.m. And I did that for like a week straight. I didn't need to do that, you know, to deliver something good for you guys. I know if I said to you guys, you know what? I need another week. I know that you guys would understand. You know, I... I know you guys and I want you guys to know me and where we are at. You know, I, I am not a, a, you know, 
rigid, we meet deadlines and people who don't meet deadlines are unreliable, uh, not trustworthy people. Yeah, there are people that are like that. And I think that there was maybe in a way that that was sneaking into my unconscious a bit was sort of this belief that I want to be better. And I do want to be better, but better as compared to what? I don't, I'm not, I'm not normal. I am not normal. I do things my own way. There are certain things that are going to be harder for me and that's fine. And, and I want to be in that place where I'm accepting that. And I do accept that most of the time. And I think that last week, I think I realized that maybe there was some, I wasn't accepting that in, um, in some ways that I, I didn't realize. And so that's part of the, the lessons that, that I've learned. So one of the, the takeaways for me as I'm kind of trying to pick up things uh, back when I'm trying to pick things up this week is that, you know, I, and I know this about myself, I have a hard time with balance. I get really into something and I really focus on that. And for me, and really, I think this kind of came to a, a head uh, in the last week or two is my work life balance where between home and work is has become very unbalanced and this has always been a struggle for me you know when i was in school uh, when i was doing well in school I, w- I had a hard time managing other things in my life when i um you know doing and, and ramping things up with my business you know i've i've been neglecting my family and i hate that i really do and so i talked about not having judgment but <sighs> I'm not saying I'm not judging myself in the way that I think I'm an awful person. I'm judging myself or I guess I'm, I'm viewing this situation as I want to do something about that. You know, I'm not going to just sit here and say, you know, what, it sucks. I'm going to throw my hands up in the air and that's just the way I am. This determination, sometimes for me, when I take those big steps back that are a little painful, are a bit of a struggle, that's where I actually grow from. And I think that for a lot of us, that's where we can really you know, find that strength and that, that almost inspiration to grow and do better. And that's, that's what I'm hoping that this experience will turn out to be for me. So balance is going to be a big focus for me this year. And I had mentioned in a couple past podcasts that I fallen out of my workout routine. Um, in December, I had, um, had a bad flare up with asthma. And so it's been almost two months now, I think, since I've worked out and I've been gaining weight and I stepped on the scale yesterday and uh, (laughs) it's not like what I saw. So, but here's the good news. So the last three times I've gained and put on the weight that I've lost, the number that I saw on the scale was the number that caused me to take action and I lost weight. So I am going to... It's funny. So I, so what I actually did, I saw that number on the scale and I, uh, um, <laughs> I took a picture of it and I saved it as my wallpaper for my lock screen on my phone. And my wife said, well, what if someone sees that? And my first response was, okay. So, you know, I, I want to be reminded of, yeah, this is all, this all interrelates to how I'm doing. If I'm, you know, if I'm heavier, I'm not going to be sleeping as well. If I'm, you know, if I'm not thinking about my weight, I'm not thinking about my, my exercise. I'm not thinking about my, my wellness. So I want to be thinking about it all the time. So talk about accountability, authenticity, and, and putting yourself out there. So, um, 
when I first stepped on the scale, it was 222. My pants began really tight on me. Um, and then, so I said, when I saw, when I saw that, I'm like, you know what? I, I need to really remember that. Cause I do not like that. So I sat back on the scale and I said 221. So just, in the, the, just that action, I thought of, I want to remember that I lost a pound. <laughs> so I guess my, my scale is not perfect. So I took this picture. It said 221 and I'm ready. I am ready to start doing something about this because it stinks. And so all these things like going to bed too late, not getting enough sleep, that's going to make it harder for me to lose weight. I haven't been working out. Obviously, that's going to make it hard for me to, to lose weight. So I'm sharing that I am now weighing 200, I'll call it 222. I am going to be checking in with you and giving you guys updates on how I am doing. Um, feeling a little embarrassed but also excited that that because i know that i've done this I, my whole life i've gone through the the kind of the roller coaster of of weight gain weight loss and um i know i can get it off and i know that i'll take it off one pound at a time so that's part of my my lessons learned here's another one so hopefully you guys had a chance to see the uh, three-part video series that i uh, that i made um leading up to the launch of of uh, my coaching group when the third one it was um about using a paper planning notebook and i called it the the everflex paper planning productivity notebook and you can still actually uh, find it on my website um if you're not on my email list uh, get onto my email list because i'll uh, i'm actually going to insert that into my my autoresponder series so you can see that so here you know it's it it's funny when we think about the things that are, we say, so ADHD, it doesn't get much more ADHD than this. So I created this, this video about my, my, how I, um, use my paper planning notebook where I have my day, my week, my month, uh, my index, um, and all these things that, that, you know, and, and it was kind of a teaser video. I only explained part of it, but then I asked everyone, you know, to give me feedback if they want to see more of it. So guess what? After I created that video, I didn't even touch the notebook for a week, <laughs> which is kind of funny. So here's another lesson that I learned from that. And as I've been trying to, to get myself back on track, I noticed it was really hard for me to get back to using my, my planning notebook, which I think is actually, I, I'm glad that this has happened. Now, today I spent about 45 minutes uh, planning my day, and which is a really good thing. And here's why I say this is all really good, because... I have this, I, you know, it sort of is a complex system. And I think because I, you know, I've built up this system for me, it, it became very sort of automatic in a sense that I developed this routine of planning my day, planning my week, planning my month, using my month to plan my week, using my, my week to plan my day. And so this became very systematic for me. Then I kind of fell apart with it for about a week. And I noticed that I, I was opening up my notebook and I wasn't using it. And so what I realized is that with all things with ADHD, you got to kind of do things at, in a stepwise motion. So right now, I'm not even focused so much on my week and my month. I'm focused on getting back on track to planning my day and using that plan. So it's that one step at a time. You know, and I'll tell you what, if it doesn't work for the next few days, I might just pop a sticky note on top of my notebook and I might just use that because it comes down to doing what works. And so I stopped using it because 
it's a complex system that I completely fell away from. Not as complex, it's, it requires building into it. So if you're not planning your day, and I talk about this all the time, and it's like, oh, now this is where I'm at right now, or I wasn't planning my day. So if you're not planning your day, start with planning the day. If you have too much on the day, reduce it. Focus on writing one or two things down that you want to accomplish that day. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. So putting the pieces back together, you got to do it just like a puzzle. You do a puzzle, the puzzle drops, and you want to put it back together. You, you know, it's great that you may be had this complex puzzle, a thousand piece puzzle that fell off your table and it's all falling apart. Well, you can put it back together and it might have to be one piece at a time. So that's, that's where I'm at right now. So I'm getting myself back on track. I am, um, so I'm 20 minutes in right now. This is going to be this week's episode. I'm not going to release the interview that I'm going to be recording tomorrow because I want to make up for some time regarding last week's episode, which was like an hour and 20 minutes. Um, yeah, I hope this was helpful for you. Please join the our, the Rewired, the ADHD Rewired Facebook community. It's getting really active, and I, I'm just loving where it's at right now. Um, I'm getting a lot of, of responses and requests to, the, to join the community group. And uh, just remember that when you request, I'm going to ask you some questions because I really um, monitor and admin this group uh, in a way that keeps it a, a very valuable group, uh, spam free. Um, so that's it. Guys, one foot in front of the other, no matter where you're at now, you can do better. Even if you were doing awesome at one period and you've taken a couple steps back, that's okay. Just put your first acknowledge where you're at try to find the lessons learned put the pieces back together one piece at a time one step at a time and when you're having trouble doing it on your own ask for help i am and if you need to i hope you do guys getting your adhd rewired means figuring out what works for you, learning, relearning, finding new strategies that are going to work for you. That's all I got. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll catch you next time. As you know, I'm a big fan of storytelling. I think it's a much more interesting way to learn, and it's a much more engaging way to share stories and information. So, as you heard last week, when you heard me talk about Audible, it wasn't just the traditional kind of promo for Audible. I was talking to you about how you guys use Audible. So I'm going to uh, continue to do that, but just know that's a sponsorship. So I want to bring it to you in an informative way, uh, but sponsorships are part of the way that I'm able to continue to uh, bring you this podcast. It's part of how I uh, pay for some of the help that I get with the podcast. Um, because I want to spend my time creating content, not editing, uploading, and doing all of that because I tend to hyper-focus on those things. So this conversation uh, that you're about to hear is a continuation of last week's conversation um, with, I think it's the one with Carolyn, um, and it's about Audible, and this is a is part of the spy sponsorship. So thank you for supporting Audible and for supporting this podcast. If you want a free audiobook download, go to audio. What's my download? I've only said this 50 times. Um, 
I love those moments where I completely blank. ADHD rewired. No, that's my, my website. Yep. I'm going to get it. Audibletrial.com slash ADHD rewired. One more time. Audibletrial.com slash ADHD rewired for your free audiobook download. So let's find out how one of our listeners is using Audible because she loves it. I just love learning. Most of my books are books. They're, they're mostly memoirs or um, books like in the self-help genre, psychology. Do you, have a, do you have favorite readers? I do. Absolutely. Um, one, I like books where the authors themselves read it. Me too. Because I feel like they're kind of giving a presentation to me personally. But other than that, I do sometimes find, because I like a lot of books about um, African-American history, for example, where it really is worthwhile to find good narrators who can get the accents down for the South and the time period. So I will, there's a couple of, Bonnie Turpin, she's a good one, and Jenna Lamia. I, I will go out and search for books only because they've narrated them. Huh. So you're really you're like an audible fanatic. No, I'm a master. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a master of that domain. That's awesome. That's awesome. Do you have an, an absolute all-time favorite uh, book on Audible? No, you asked that one time before, and I then I really struggled with trying to figure out. I don't because there's just so many that are really good. Um, I could easily come up with like a top 20 list, but I don't have an all-time favorite. Do you think you could come up with a top 20 list? Yeah, definitely could. So if I asked you to, if I asked you to actually do that, um, do you think you can maybe share that with the, the rewired community? Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, ADHD Rewired Community, thank you for listening to another episode of ADHD Rewired. I'm about to do this unscripted. Here we go. If you enjoyed this episode and you've been listening for a while or you are new to the ADHD Rewired podcast and community, please go to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcast from. Go leave a review and because uh, that really helps people find this podcast. It helps it show up higher in iTunes. And I just want to thank you for listening. So as you know, the ADHD Rewired Coaching and Accountability Group is full. If you go to my website, erictabers.com, and you see the Coaching Rewired logo, there's actually a contact form that you can use to let me know that you are interested in the next group uh, should I decide to put it together. I do want to know from you guys, I did send an email out after the group uh, was full, asking people who were thinking about the group but ended up not joining, I wanted to know why. Because I want to find out what are the things that you are looking for that can meet your needs. So if you have an idea, if you have a a interest, unless maybe it's a once a week coaching group, maybe it's an accountability call. Maybe it's um, the the adult study hall where we just get together in a in a video conferencing session and kind of go through those tasks of kind of managing life, like 
filing, paperwork, uh, cleaning, doing phone calls. If you want to do that once a week, if any of those kinds of things interest you, um, let me know. Shoot me an email. Uh, my direct email is eric at erictivers.com or just go to my website, erictivers.com or adhdrewired.com. I know I'm breaking the cardinal rule by giving too many URLs. So, uh, yeah, go to ADHDrewired.com and just shoot me an email there uh, letting me know if you have any ideas, if you want to do a once-a-week thing. Um, I know that the group, for some people, was just out of the price point, and, and that's that's cool. Uh, it's a five-day-a-week group, so that's going to make sense that it would be out of some people's price point. So maybe a once-a-week or a twice-a-week or something like that would work for you. So uh, let me know because I want to uh, continue to to provide uh, online coaching services because it's a lot of fun and I want to streamline some of these things so I'm not once every three months getting ready for a huge launch and then it takes all the steam out of me. I want to make this like a well-greased wheel. Systemizing is the way of the ADHD warrior. I don't know where I just came up with that. But... um, I think that's really all I got for you. Um, oh, real quick. Um, one of my uh, friends and who has been a fellow guest on this podcast, who has a podcast of her own, uh, Kim Trombo, who has the podcast, a generosity philosophy. She is, uh, doing a, a crowdsourcing campaign. She wrote this amazing children's book, um, about generosity and, um, I wish I had more information for you. I didn't even plan this announcement. Um, I made a $25 donation. I'm encouraging you guys to do the same. I am going to, uh, as soon as I stop recording, I'm going to let Kim know that I just added this to my outro and get a link that I can post on the website. It's, it's really, it's a, a remarkable book. It, it kind of gave me goosebumps and she's looking for an illustrator. And that's part of what the crowd, the, the, um, campaign for it to raise money is for so go support that cause um because we all we all need some some giving and some generosity in our lives and uh man kim just does really awesome things including dressing up like a bunny at the mall um just to make people smile and putting quarters in the uh, the machines where you get stickers and stuff just leaving them there just to make someone's day so how cool is that so kim you're rocking it. Keep doing what you're doing. Check out her podcast, The Generosity Philosophy. And um, what else we got coming up? Oh, I'm going to be doing uh, some uh, live calls. At least that's something I'm going to try to be doing and recording them for some upcoming episodes. So if you want to find out about that, you got to get into the ADHD Rewired Facebook community. Um, and that's it. Just search for us in groups not the page we do have a facebook page we are in groups and that's it for this rambling outro i think i should probably stick with my notes next time um thanks so much for listening don't forget to leave that review on itunes and um until next time (laughs) 